Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Edmonton Oilers tonight at UBS Arena in Long Island to take on the Islanders coming off uh, a poor, what was the final, was it 5-1 or 6-1? I lost, I think it was 6-1, lost the hands of the Florida Panthers on Saturday. Uh, but we will tell you, uh, the Oilers uh, have a 10-5 record under Chris Knobloch. The Islanders, uh, they didn't exactly play great on Saturday either, losing to Montreal. Josh Anderson with a pair of goals in that game. Let's get to it. It is time. Uh, we will mention that Oilers now, the second hour of the show, is brought to you by World of Spas. They can, after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.ca. And guests on this show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Nothing says Christmas like Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's open Tuesday through Sunday, 5 p.m. until close. Open at 4 o'clock on Oilers game nights. You can tell Brendan Chris and Chef Eltaf that Oilers now sent you. Back in the 630 Chad Studios, we're going to go to NHL today. Happy holidays from the staff at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Well, some other uh, Canadian action going on. A little later tonight, Jacques Martin makes his return behind the bench for the Ottawa Senators. They play at Mullet Arena in Arizona. The Canucks are in uh, Nashville, and they will be healthy scratching Andre Kuzmenko once again. The Leafs are home to the Rangers. In the other uh, Canadian action tonight, uh, Detroit signed goaltender Michael Hutchinson to a one-year two-way contract. In the minor leagues, Bakersfield hosting Calgary tomorrow night. Oil Kings forwards Adam Yeko named to the roster for the upcoming 2024 uh, the CHL-NHL top prospect game on uh, Wednesday, January 24th. That game in Moncton, New Brunswick. Uh, Oil Kings off until December 27th. And then they begin a seven-game road trip right through BC and the U.S. division. That's a long one, and they start in Prince George against the Cougars. As far as Team Canada and the World Junior Tournament right around the corner here, they've got some preliminary uh, round action, uh, or I guess that's the... I'm thinking pre-tournament. That's what I'm trying to say. I would have to double-check the dates and times on those. We will get back to that later in the week. But they open the actual tournament itself on Boxing Day, as they usually do. But we'll put the uh, coffee on this year because the tournament's in Sweden. So that's a 6.30 a.m. puck drop. You're not up at 6.30 a.m.? No, not I'm usually for another couple hours. <laughs> I'm just rolling in at 6.30 a.m. You know that. Yes, so. I do. Yes, and the good days when we used to do wraparounds. <laughs> All right, uh, and we're not talking about, uh, you know, Connor McDavid's ability to, to wrap the puck around the net. Uh, Brendan Escott back in the 630 Jet Studios. 
Bob Stauffer with you. We'll see how Canada does in the World Juniors. Obviously, I mean, they've only, I think, just got Owen Beck as the returning player from last year's championship team that was led by the dynamic Connor Bedard. Oilers and the New York Islanders tonight, and we are going to go into... The Oilers Now Audio Vault presented by Direct Workwear. In these tight budget times, Direct Workwear is the superhero your wallet deserves. Huge selection, low prices. Hey, that's a new liner from the folks at Direct Workwear. Chris Knobloch had this to say. Put a Vander Kane on a line with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman, Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Leon Draisaitl. The Oilers looking for balance. Especially when we go on the road. You know, we switch up our uh, t- our top two lines a little bit. Uh, putting Nuge with uh, Leo uh, felt that uh, we needed to get more scoring throughout our lineup, but also when hitting the road uh, with them, the opposition being able to have the matchup lines and getting their deep pairs and their checking line out against our top line so much easier than than if we were at home with our last change. So hopefully that's something that um, benefits uh, definitely uh, that second line, but, um, you know, our whole team. Uh, Knobloch added some additional perspective on the challenge that the Islanders pose for his team tonight. They're a pretty heavy team, four-check hard, and, um, you know, crash the net. Uh, you know, obviously they've got a lot of skill. Um, their center depth is really good, so I think it's going to be a good challenge for us. Edmonton Oilers got Evan Bouchard 10th overall in 2018. The Islanders uh, ended up drafting Oliver Wallstrom 11th that year, but they got Noah Dobson 12th. Like Bouchard, a right shot D. Both Bouchard and Dobson at 32 points. Dobson, a very impressive plus 17. He is playing 25-33 per game. Here's Knobloch on the comparison between Bouchard and Dobson. Extremely hard shots from the point, accurate, um, and then also benefiting on the power play. Um, you know, their Islanders got off to a slow start with their power play, but uh, since they were in Edmonton, their power play has been running at about 36%, and a lot of that is uh, Noah Dobson running the uh, running the top on that power play. So um, something we have to be aware of, getting in his shot lane, making it hard for him to get those pucks through. That can be said with uh, a lot of defensemen around the league. Evander Kane, meanwhile, uh, missed a bunch of practices over about a three-week stretch, but practiced uh, Sunday in Edmonton and again this morning for the morning skate, and he's up with Connor McDavid. Here's Knobloch on what he needs to see from Evander Kane. Uh, shoot the puck more, go to the net. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that can, you know, pure goal scorers. Um, yeah, and, you know, um, just getting some chemistry with uh, Connor and Zach uh, playing on that top line. Um, but, um, you know, we need goal scoring throughout our lineup a little bit more. And uh, there's an excellent opportunity for um, Evander to chip in offensively. Vander Kane, meanwhile, uh, and we are going to have a complete one-on-one interview coming up with him a little bit later on. Talks about a couple different things in there, but just a quick rip on joining McDavid and Hyman on the Oilers' top line. Kind of all of us in the top six have played together for stretches and periods of time ever since I've been here. Um, obviously, uh, you know, that line had been running really well, and, um, you know, coaches wanted to change it up a little bit. Uh, so it's a good opportunity for me to... Re, re, uh, reignite uh, hopefully some chemistry with those two guys and, and uh, have a good road trip. There you go. That's uh, Evander Kane. More with Evander Kane coming up in about five minutes' time. We are going to go into the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future for a free 
financial consultation. Visit mcguirefinancial.ca. The Oilers come in with a record of 13, 14, and 1. Chris Knobloch is 10 and 5. Oilers just 4 and 8 on the road this season. Connor McDavid up front with Evander Kane and Zach Hyman. McDavid on a 12 game heater. He's got 7 goals and 28 points during that stretch. Plays 20 31 per game. He's got 17 points in 14 career games against the Islanders. Zach Hyman with 7 goals, 11 points, plus 9 in 16 career games against the New York Islanders, and he leads the Oilers with 18 goals this season. Leon Dreisaitl with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Warren Fogle. By the way, McDavid has now played 595 career games and has 891 points. Now, the Oilers have, I guess, five games before he gets to 600. Out of the realm of possibility, he's at 900 points by that point. Gets nine points his next five games. I'm not going to bet against him. Dreisaitl with R&H and Fogle. I already mentioned on the show, R&H. Six-game point streak, two goals, 11 points during that stretch. Ryan McLeod, Matthias Janmark, and Connor Brown. Brown has not scored since March 24th of 2022 as a member of the Ottawa Senators. Of course, last year he tore his ACL four games in a year with Washington. He's not scored in 38 games. James Hamlin with Sam Gagne and Derek Ryan will play. Did not finish the game against Florida on uh, Saturday night. Gagne, four goals, seven points in 16 games this season in a support role. Darnell Nurse with Cody Ceci. Uh, those guys had a tough game against Florida. Matthias Ekholm and Evan Bouchard. Bouchard had his 13-game point streak snapped against Florida after putting up five points in, or five goals and 20 points in the previous 13 games. Brett Kulak and Vincent Dernay. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. He's 11-8-1 with a 3.04 goals against average in an 8.86 save percentage. He has won his one career start as a member of the Oilers against the Islanders, and that was back uh, Chris Knobloch's first game. Again, the Oilers 13-14-1. and one. Edmonton 8th in the league in goals, 4th, 3.43. 4th in the league in the power play at 25.3. Number 1 in the league in shots, 4 at 34.4. And they've moved up to 7th in the league in face-offs at 51.8. Under Chris Knobloch, Edmonton, 1st in the league in goals, 4 per game at 4.07. First in the league in the power play and third in the league in the penalty kill. But the team's still 31st in the league in save percentage at 878. The New York Islanders will not have three, arguably, of their top four, certainly their top 5D. Adam Pellick out with an upper body injury. Ryan Pollock out with a lower body injury and an upper body injury for Scott Mayfield. Horvat up front with Anders Lee and Matthew Barzell. Barzell's best offensive season in the league was his rookie campaign. 85 points back in 17-18. He's exclusively been on the right side. Doesn't even take a lot of draws right now. Brock Nelson, 37-36 goals the last two years with Pierre Engvall and Kyle Palmieri. One of the best third-line centers in the league and a right shot, Jean-Gabriel Pajot at 56% in the circle. He's got 14, 18, 13 goals his last three years with Simon Holmstrom and uh, Gauthier. And then Casey Sezikis with Hudson Fashing and Cal Clutterbuck close to return is Matt Martin, but we don't expect him in the lineup tonight. It'll be uh, Romanoff along with Noah Dobson. We mentioned Dobson's playing 25-33 per game. Mike Riley, not the former Edmonton uh, S-slash-Elks quarterback. His sixth NHL team claimed on waivers earlier this year with uh, uh, Sebastian Ajo. Yes, there's two of them. This is the one that plays for the Islanders. Had 23 points and plus nine last year. And uh, 
And then they got Bull Duke with Robert Bertuzzo. They picked up from the St. Louis Blues. Ilya Sorokin starts in goal. The Islanders are 14-8-8 overall with a minus four goal differential. 17th in the league in goals for, 20th in goals against. 7th on the power play. 32nd, dead last on the PK, and they give up the second most shots on goal against per game at 35.7. That is a uh, complete look at your game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. When we come back, our sit-down 101 conversation with our headliner today, Edmonton Oilers forward Evander Kane, and we'll get to Oilers game day trivia for Pro-Am Sports. 318 at Edmonton, you're listening to Oilers Now. Joining you live from UBS Arena, you wanted to jump in? I did, because I just wanted to tell you a cool little story. We just played an ad from Wow Factor Desserts there, and I know you're not in the station today, but you missed out on some fantastic desserts. We were having a discussion about fruitcakes, and nobody was really a fan, but we actually tried the fruitcakes that they provided, and we're all instantly fans of fruitcake. So, there we go. Delicious. All right, nicely done, Colin Ruddle and the gang at Wild Factor Desserts. Uh, yeah, fruitcake is, uh, that's sort of universally loathed by a lot of people out there, but if anybody's going to execute that and pull that off effectively, it's going to be Wild Factor Desserts. It's going to change your mind, I'm telling you. All right, well, uh, hopefully there's a drop-off at the humble stopper boat in the city's south side as well. Uh, anyhow, uh, thank you very much, Colin. Uh, and speaking of Wild Factor Desserts, Brian Lawton for Wild Factor Desserts coming down the path at 3.35. We are going to head off to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhawk Beef Jerky. Trent and Travis and the gang at Wilhawk Beef Jerky. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhawk, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today and our sit-down one-on-one conversation with Oilers forward Evander Kane. All right, Evander, one of the storylines uh, for tonight's game is is who you're playing with and the fact that the lines have been sort of uh, moved around a little bit. You have an opportunity to play with the world's best player in terms of Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. You've had some success with him before. Just a thought on, uh, you know, maybe uh, getting that chance. Yeah, uh, you know, we were in a roll with the same lines for uh, quite a while. Side and mix them up. Uh, I've played with both those guys, obviously, um, in the past quite a bit, uh, either together or separately. Um, so, looking forward to playing with both of them. They've been uh, they've been rolling really well. Uh, how's it different when you're playing with David versus when you're playing with Leon Drysaddle? Do you have to give the puck up quicker to, to Connor in the, in the neutral zone? Do you change or alter your game at all? Uh, no, I, I think it's just important to kind of play your game. Um, both those guys are are really good at obviously what they do they're, they're different hockey players for sure um, but they can adapt uh, to whoever they're playing with and I think uh, as wingers you know you have to kind of adapt uh, when you're playing with either one of them as well a little bit so um, obviously Connor has the uh, the quickness and the agility especially in his own um, to create space for himself and, and, and create uh, open lanes for his line mates and um, that's just what I'll try to do tonight. So 15 games since the coaching change and we knew the offense was going to come the team is number one goals for per game uh, since the coaching change occurred. Also number one in the power play. And you're a good teammate. You understand, hey, that's a pretty good power play. But one of the things that's occurred the last couple of games is coming out of penalty kills. It is now you and Connor and Leon. And just uh, it wasn't happening before, but it has over the last couple of games. And does that help get the spirits up a little bit more when you also get a chance to, to play with those guys again? But you played with in the playoff series against Calgary and were quite productive. Yeah, I mean, obviously, um, when you put uh, those guys together and you can play with them uh, at the same time on the ice, um, it can be pretty dynamic. Uh, 
obviously, again, we've had success in the past. I think, um, you know, we haven't had much of that, obviously, uh, during the regular season. But, you know, sometimes in certain playoff series with matchups and whatnot, you, you put uh, three guys together like that and um, it can work. So, you know, obviously uh, always wanting more and pushing for more. And hopefully, uh, you know, we can uh, or I can start to get on about that. Hey, Andrew, I've been accused at times of being the internal optimist, but I look at the advanced analytics on the team, and you've been all season long a top three expected goals for team, five on five, and we know how good the power play is. Penalty killing is dramatically better here of late as well. It's third since uh, Knobloch took over in the league, which is pretty good. It was 30th before. Just a, a thought, like, can you can you overvalue when you look at and be too positive about things like, well, geez, the expected goals for it suggests, suggests you know, like we've got it, like the team's a good team. Those numbers indicate it's going to turn at some point. Well, I think we, we knew even throughout that losing period early on that we were playing a lot better than, than the results were, were showing. Um, you know, analytics is, uh, you know, a bit of a skewed statistic a little bit sometimes. You know, there's people that love it. There's people that hate it. There's people that uh, put a lot of stock into it. Um, I, I think there's a lot of things that analytics can't measure. <laughs> um, but, you know, just by the eye test of watching how we play and the chance we're creating, even though we weren't winning, you know, we knew that eventually not everybody's going to be cold at the same time here again. So uh, the power play's not going to be looking at whatever it was, 14%. You know, we just, and the, the penalty code couldn't get any worse. So um, obviously every all those numbers are going to go up. And um, right now, they are, and we got to keep them up there. All right. Uh, yesterday, you put something out on Twitter, uh, on social media, about, uh, uh, and maybe you can just educate our listeners about what, what you were involved with and what you've done for a couple of years over here. Yeah. Um, just uh, kind of did my second annual Christmas shopping spree here in Edmonton. Um, started it last year. Uh, we had 200 kids come out um, from all different types of groups uh, to make up those 200 kids. And, you know, it was just a, a real fun evening for me to be a part of, uh, something that uh, is important to me uh, to try to help kids out that maybe don't get Christmas presents at this time of the year um, when other kids do and, and wanted to make sure that nobody's left out. Did you have somebody assist you in this uh, uh, for a, a second consecutive year as well? Yes, we did. Uh, Mr. Trent Brown uh, from James H. Brown uh, Attorneys. He's been a, a really good friend of mine uh, these past couple of years and, and obviously a big contributor to uh, a lot of the charity work I do here and we also had uh, Reese Distributors, um, another buddy of mine his company helped pitch in as well. So I'm um, really thankful for those people and, and obviously the Edmonton Oilers Foundation uh, doing what they do best.